Welcome to the LLBR Podcast. We back. Took a little small break. I needed the break. Nigga just been working like a motherfucker tired. Just trying to figure out some things. Uh, but we back. Me and Gabby here. How you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Ready to be free in the world again. But it doesn't look like that's happening anytime soon. Locked up. Won't let you out. Yeah, yeah. How you holding up for the holidays? Like, you know, what holiday? Ain't nobody ain't nobody getting together for family game night, Christmas Eve, brunch, nothing. Man, y'all better, better mask up. Nobody got a big enough place for everybody to spread out. We do, but don't nobody want to clean. Well, I mean, the house is clean, but don't nobody want to do Re-clean. the deep cleaning after everybody leaves. Uh, yeah, I feel you. I mean, you know, it is a task in itself. But it's like a little cleaning service, motherfucker paid to chip in, everybody paid a little $20. But then, that's risking the household, because we don't know who they are. We don't know who other houses they've been in, if they've been in COVID-filled houses. I feel you. I feel you. So, you, you just going to sit at home in your drawers on Christmas. That's what everybody else do. Stop by grandma's house, she going to put your plate outside, pick it up, keep it going. <laughs> I feel you. I'm making tacos. Uh, I cook for Thanksgiving and I don't see how folks do that shit like back to back so I'm just gonna make some tacos some chicken some beef tacos and we chill nah 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 move for us nah I ain't I know my friend she's making um her family is making fish they're doing fish this year fish fry yeah that shit to get redundant like I said this shit was just a lot of fucking work to make all this shit. And I was like, I ain't even doing this shit again. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna it's see. not the same this year. This year it's different. Because of the panic or? You just Most definitely because period. of the pandemic. I the mean, pandemic so. has shut everything down as far as like families getting together. There's so many families that are so nerve, either are nervous about catching the corona or like. For example, with the whole Curtis Gibbons All Black Affair, you had people saying, oh, the health department didn't shut them down for that and all this blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But there were people who were there knowingly had COVID, just right. like the man who got on the airplane knowingly that he had COVID Tomorrow. and died. Yeah, in the mid-flight. Mid-flight. Dead. Yeah. yeah, I heard about that. Child. I mean, you know, people ain't going to, people going to people. That's what I tell folks. Uh, as yeah, far as the shutdown shit. You know, shit, people being people, people in your own home, pe- people in your backyard, don't what? don't I, sit up here and risk everybody else's livelihood. That sounds good. Out. That sounds good. There's a lot of things that people should do, but what they, the real reality effect, it ain't going to do. And everybody like, like the dude, like, he shouldn't be up in the first place. And I was like, bro. I hundred percent understand why everybody, everything should be shut down. I hundred percent agree with that too. But I hundred percent understand why shit is open, because in his instance, that nigga got bills to pay. He got a family to take care of. That's his livelihood. And then the mortgage of the club plus the mortgage of his house, the care of his kids. Like folks, got these restaurants. Waitresses got to make a living. Bartenders. I mean, I ain't saying that they ain't got to make a living. But I'm just saying, like, he did his due diligence after the party. He shut down for two weeks. He did his due diligence. (laughs) And just opened back up. I mean, that ain't got nothing to do with me. He made sure his people was clean for two weeks. It's just no different than what the government be doing. These pay regulations. Oh, you got to close by nine. So COVID only come out at 10. I'm just saying, like, if, if folks really cared, they would shut everything down. If the government really cared. Well, see, the problem is that the government isn't funding this the thing. Americans as they should be. Yeah, the government don't give a fuck. Exactly. So, like, if we were, like, Canada or any other country where their governors and presidents were giving us these $900 a month and... Telling everybody, don't take no rent, don't take no mortgages right now, put everything on pause until everything's clear. Then, yes, I I can see 
the government completely shutting down and everybody getting better and everybody going back out into the free world. Right. But because our government does not do that, we're screwed. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, All be. I know is by next July, it better be open. So you taking the vaccine? No. Uh, Until I meet a nurse that is of African-American descent, then no. If I meet a nurse that has taken the vaccine and mm-hmm. has no type of reaction to it afterwards. Some people going to have reactions to it. Mm-mm. It's all vaccine. Mm-mm. I'm just saying. I'll, I'll wait and see. I'll wait and watch everybody else's reactions first. I ain't taking the first batch, but I don't plan on going nowhere. So, you know, a lot of companies were saying they might mandate this shit. So you I mean, but that's shit. understandable because the United States is the only country where it's just bad at. Every other country, country, they completely shut down and they were done like within a couple months. They were COVID free until Americans decided to fly over there and start back getting people infected. It's easier to shut down a a country of 4 million versus 300 million. It's easier to fund. I'm just saying it's easier to fund 4 million than 300 million. Like everybody was sharing that New Zealand junk. On Facebook, I was, I look at their population like bro, folks one percent of our fucking population. It's way easy to shut down that shit. Like I see it by June, it need to be gone. I said, folks, gotta take the vaccine. We gonna see. <laughs> but speaking of the panty, uh, you as a single lady, how has dating been through the panel? Do you put this shit on pause? What is dating? Dating. I don't know what that is. Trying to get to know people. I don't know what that is. Hanging out and shit. You want to know why I don't know what that is? Why? Because people get on my nerves asking the dumbest shit. Like what? Like, if I tell you, like, if we're in the process of getting to know each other and you ask me, well, what's your work schedule? And I tell you, seven to three. Mm -hmm. Why do you insist on texting me every day while I'm at work saying, what you doing? Maybe that's just what they... Are you off work? Oh, you're not off work? You're at work? I told you I work 7 to 3. That's my schedule, 7 to 3. Every day. Until I get a new job. And then it might change. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's just how some people live, bro. But dating, I feel like dating, honestly, it ain't with it. Okay, let me see how I want to word this. I'm talking about in the midst of a pandemic. In the midst of a pandemic. Has it been harder, easier? I was wondering, because I'm in a relationship, so I have guaranteed coochie. But I was trying to think, how would I be moving now that I'm more conscious about my health as well? I mean, the question will really be on you on whether or not you want to risk getting a ronnie from some little thotty or if you're going to stay at home. Because I do know other single people, they have been given the opportunity to get some coochie or get some ding. Yeah. But they scared of, they don't want to catch the COVID. Mm-hmm. They don't want to catch the COVID. They don't know where they been, who they been around. And that's understandable. Why would I so risk true. myself with somebody new that I don't know? And not only are you risking yourself as far as the COVID, but like you're risking yourself as far as like everything else, STDs and stuff. Because for some reason, some people do not believe in going to get tested. And with a lot of these COVID babies coming, I mean, it's a lot of raw sex happening. Mm-hmm. And if you're not getting tested, then yeah, it's a problem. Bro, it's like, I was on Club, we was on Clubhouse talking about this shit. About just fucking and like, Wearing folks not wearing the right condoms, but I'm like, shit, if you reach the high big age, you can do that shit because nine times out of ten, you shouldn't be pressed for sex like that. Yeah, you shouldn't be, but everybody's different. You right. That's the only problem. I just find it weird if you're a grown man and still pressed for some booty. Oh, you would be surprised. I'm not surprised. I find it weird. Because it's like, damn, bro, you, you in your 30s, you should have been through quite a few women enough to be like, all right, cool, yeah, I still want to fuck, but you ain't pressed about it. Nah, it's a lot of them that still out here <sighs> pressed and like they feel like if they don't get what they want or get get it how they expect to get it, then it's still that, oh, well, since you don't want to do it, fuck you. 
Mm-hmm. Ugly beat block. <laughs> Move on. I mean, you know. And, and that just is what it is. Now, if you just looking for a fuck buddy in the COVID, then, like I said, that's on you for your risk, for your health. So. But if you're actually looking to date, yes, it makes it harder because you really can't get out. And I know, like, even for myself, I'm one of them type of girls. You're not about to text me and think that our first date is going to be Netflix and chilling in my house. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Um, I rarely even like for people to even know where I stay. <laughs> yeah. So... It's a no for me. It's really a big no for me when it comes down to people knowing where I stay at. So, no, you're not going to come to my house. I'm not going to come to your house because mm-hmm. once I'm in your house and you lock the doors, that's it for me. Like, I don't know. You could slice me up, throw me in, in, the, uh, in the kitchen, in the drain, anything. And I like my life. I feel So, yes, it does make it harder. I feel like once everything is clear and everything open back up, then it'll probably be easier to date again because you'll actually be able to go out. And by going out, I don't mean that you have to go to the most expensive fucking restaurant mm-hmm. just to get dinner. Yeah, Like, y'all guys have got to be... I'm trying to refrain from calling y'all niggas, but y'all guys have got to be more creative with dates because y'all suck. No what? You're not trying to say nigga no more? No, you know some some guys be feeling offended. Oh, this I should. Well, I gotta be a nigga. Niggas only do that shit. Grown men don't do that. And half of these that niggas that call themselves grown men are niggas. I hate when people try to make a difference for words. Like, okay, cool. I hate when women do it. I hate when niggas do it like that. Like, like it ain't no anyway, difference. You are right. Niggas do need to be creative with their dates and whatnot. But they don't know how to be creative. The only thing they think of is, oh, she just want me to spend my money. She just want to get the most expensive restaurant with the most expensive food. No, I would actually like to do, like, simple shit. Like, sipping paints. They, they want to make an impression. River dates. You know? Like, like I be we, creative. Yeah, I think we talked about it. I think, you know, most a lot of niggas just see when they hear women talk about dating, it's a, always a matter of money and some shit. And so I guess they, you know, generalize every woman. That's, that's what they own and all that good shit. I don't know. I really never gave a fuck about them fake-ass standards. I was just going to do me. We work out, cool. We don't, cool. I really ain't tripping about it one way or another. Right. But everybody ain't going to get it. All you can do is just give them game. Whoever get it, get it. Whoever don't, don't. The game is flawed right now. The game is flawed. Game like, is no, dirty. for real. Because even me and my coworker right. had this conversation the other day. Because mm-hmm. it's a guy on my Snapchat DMs that's been kind of trying to talk to me. But first of all, let me be clear about my singleness. I am single by choice, for sure. Of course. I'm single by choice. However, right. when it comes down to dating, I'm not looking to date. If we go out on a date, cool. If we talk, cool. But I'm not pressed for it right now. I'm not pressed for a relationship. So are you niggas that be trying to sweet baby queen me into becoming your girlfriend? It's not going to happen. Like, I am taking my sweet precious time because who got time to waste is not me. So this guy been messaging me quite frequently on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. And so my coworker asked me, she was like, well, I mean, do y'all plan on going on a date? I said, well, I don't know, because he asked me for my number. Yeah. So my other coworker was like, well, Gabby, what he needs your number for if y'all are already talking on Snapchat? I said, we're talking on a Snapchat where messages delete after 24 hours. Yeah. This is not the correct way to communicate, mm-hmm. but at least not to me. Yeah. I'm old school. If you want to continue to com- communicate with me, then you ask me for my number. Yeah, because eventually I'm gonna get burnt out of texting you on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Well, I mean, you know, I don't know. I'm glad I'm not in this game. 
That's what I'm saying. The game is flawed. It's flawed. I ain't gonna lie. I just feel like I just been out here still making shit happen just because I'm that nigga. You know what I'm saying? I would have figured out some shit that we can do in the midst of the panty. Would have had the mask on deck. All that shit. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? I we I was sitting out here making shit happen. Cause shoot or shoot. One thing I know it for a show, no matter what's going on. Niggas gonna nigga that's a real shooter, they gonna shoot. I was a real shooter out here. So speaking of dumbass questions, uh, have a nigga in a very serious situation in dating that you just met. Have have a nigga ever asked you, what do you bring to the table? Actually, nobody has ever asked me that question. Actually, now that I really like sitting like sitting here thinking about it, mm-hmm. nobody has never really asked me that question. Okay, so I brought this to the table because it was a little meme going around black. Now you said white women, Latino, and Asian. And all these other groups of women never got to get asked what they bring to the table and shit. And I was just like, I ain't call it bullshit because I've had some of my homegirls tell me that niggas have asked them that shit. But I did say I feel like that was bullshit because I know niggas that they outside their race and I'm sure they asked them to audition. And I just feel like it's a dumbass question to ask, you know what I'm saying, to ask and to answer. I ain't never asked no woman that shit. Outside of maybe on some Facebook trolling conversation type of bullshit. But motherfuckers be out here really answering that question. And nine times out of ten, when you ask that question, you're not going to get the answer that you, that's important. Nine times out of ten, motherfuckers going to name materialistic bullshit that can go away. Shit that's not important. It's important to the relationship, but it's not on the top of your list and shit. But I feel like people. I don't know if people ask that question to see whether or not if that person is, like you said, whether or not that person is going to actually say materialistic things or things that actually matter. Because I feel like you shouldn't have to ask that question if they're going to show what they're bringing to the table. Now, on the other hand, I see why some people would ask that question because they probably have dealt with men or women who were kind of bummy who felt like they didn't have to work or they weren't used to working or they didn't feel they felt complacent with where they're at in life instead of trying to be better in life and trying to instead of trying to grow so they may be asking the question to see like are we somewhat compatible to continue going forward with whatever they're doing it's dumb because you got to learn this shit over time anyway. Anybody can say anything. Yeah, but everybody don't like wasting their time. I, I'm real cutthroat and simple. I mean, you got yeah. two chances to fuck up. You know I'm saying it's the process of dating and getting to know a person. So you will find out what they bring to the table in the process of doing so. Anybody can say anything. Most like I said, most people are gonna say, "Yeah, got a job, pay bills." You know, I take care of money management i do this i do that how many people you done talk to done said the right fucking things off the rip that's true off rip they always say the right motherfucking things you start talking to them nigga you ain't who the fuck you said you was you ain't who you portray yourself to be on social media you ain't none of this shit and that be the problem like people try to fall in love with the materialistic bullshit and the accomplishments, like they make them a good person. They, like they don't make you a good cash player. Anybody got a degree? Any, any asshole can manage money and get money. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like that's just a dumb question to ask and to answer. It's like, bro, find out. Take the time to find out. That's what literal dating is. Everybody be saying they don't want to waste time. And I understand that shit. But if you're dating, that's just what you're going to do. Like, what else are you doing? Like, a lot of times we waste our own time. Cause we'll see the red flag and ignore the shit, then get mad at the motherfucker for red flagging. How you get mad at a thief for thieving? Motherfucker clearly show you ain't they ain't shit, but that you keep talking to them. How you get mad at them? You gotta get mad at yourself. Yeah, but some people just not ready for that yet. That's the problem. That's why they never grow, and that's why they always encounter the same bullshit. 
when you don't hold yourself accountable for the situations you put yourself in, you will never grow from be better than that situation. That's true. Because I got a partner. He always complaining about how chicks be crazy, this, this, and the third. But he never take into account how he be bullshitting and playing games. He loves you. I, I, got, I got homegirls that sit there and complain about a nigga doing this and doing it, but they never take account like you allowed him to do this shit. Like you said, the president let her know that this type of behavior is okay. Like, why are you getting upset that he's being who exactly who he said he was in the beginning? You ignored this shit. Now, I ain't trying to stick up for your female friends that deal with this shit, but in the same time, I do feel like a lot of women, as a woman, even myself, the a lot of the bullshit that I dealt with in my past, now I'm no longer dealing with it. Like that's why I say I'm at a point in life where you really only got two chances to fuck up, and it ain't even got to be a major fuck up. Yes, it can be a small fuck up because that small fuck up is a small red flag to me, and. Yes, I'm taking all red flags, big, medium, or small. I don't give a damn. But the thing is because I've dealt with so much shit and I'm to the point where I'm just like, I'm pretty much taking little to nothing from niggas anymore. I get the talk of, oh, Gabby, you being too hard on him. Gabby, you need to give them another chance. Gabby, why can't you be a little nicer? For what? I was nice in my past. And I deal with bullshit. So why do I have to continuously be nice instead of changing up who I'm messing with? Instead of mm-hmm. leaving the niggas alone that I'm seeing bullshit from off real, why should I continue to deal with them just to see if they'll change? Well, no. As far as well, my what you said was accurate. You should stop being dealing with them people. But I also feel like a lot of women... And I'm pretty sure dudes, they change who they are and how they date because other people fucked up. Like, I'm not going to be hard on you necessarily because the last chick fucked up. I ain't going to start being mean. I'm not going to stop being a genuine good dude because the last motherfucker fucked up. I'm not going to make you jump over more hurdles. None of that shit. And But you also can be like, hey, fam, I'm not with this shit. It's not you being mean. You got to protect yourself. Like, some shit you know that you can handle and some shit you can't. Everybody has to realize that in relationships especially. Dating, whatever. That's what it is, what it is. But if you want a long-lasting relationship, you're going to deal with shit. That's just what it is. Now, the amount of shit and how much times it occurs, that's, you know what I'm saying, on the relationship. But... You just can't be judged, Judy, and think nothing is not going to happen, big or small. Because shit happens in long-lasting relationships. Right. And so, if y'all got that rapport where y'all have shown changes and shit and growth from the situation, I, I think there's something to stick around. But if it's one of those situations where shit happens, the right things get said, but ain't no changes, then shit happens again. Right thing you've been saying, the changing now you might have to deal with this situation. Right. And so, just but at that, the end of the day, some it somehow it always end up turning into a woman getting to talk. They talk about stop being so mean. You being too hard. Give them a chance. No, I'm not gonna keep giving niggas chance after chance after chance after chance. That's who 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 be the people that say that shit? Like the age range of those people. Okay, in the older gender. like. 40s going into their 50s. See, they ish. come up, they come up during a different time, a different they how they view the world is not gonna be how we're gonna view the world and how people in what we I'll be 30, whatever. You close enough. How 22 year olds, how they gonna view how relationships is not how we gonna view this shit. It's just difference in society and the times that we are in. So they just just taught to deal with certain shit because this is what it was. You got to understand that it was growing up in a time where women can even have bank accounts. So they didn't like, you know what I'm saying? They just taught that way to deal with certain shit. But I do think in general, like in relationships, you're going to deal with shit. I mean, of course. I ain't no relationship perfect. But a lot of people think that it is. And a lot of people think they, they are the perfect significant other. Men and women. I'm like, bro, no. You're going to do some shit. It's gonna get on the motherfucking nerves and the motherfucker get on your nerves. I mean, and that's fine. Just don't get on my don't get on my damn nerves too much, man. <laughs> Stop. 
I'll ask. Don't get on my damn nerves too much. Because I ain't going to lie. Like, one nigga tried to talk to me. Woo! That motherfucker blue eat. Man didn't even have my number no more than 10 hours. I'm, I'm about some, that I can't wait to tell food. everybody you my girlfriend. No, do not manifest nothing with me that is not God sent. Thanks. Manifestation. Thanks. Put it into the atmosphere. Mm-mm. Nah. Yeah, that's on the old show. I remember that story. That's funny. Nope. It's a nope for me. But nah, like I said, they bring to the table shit. It's just one of them things that is just not necessary because you're going to find out that shit in the midst of dating. If you're having real conversations. Cause folks gonna lie. So I had a situation where I had a homegirl and her dude like made her block me on Facebook and shit, right? And I was just like, cause I've been working a lot, so I haven't hit up a lot of people. You know, randomly I hit people up, check how they're doing and shit. And so I hit her up and she was like, uh, I ain't that one here from you. I was like, damn, we got beef or some shit? <laughs> and then she like, nah, I ain't got no beef with you. So I was like, man, feel me? Like, did I do some shit? I was like, I didn't know you needed some attention or some shit. I know I've been working a lot. And so long story short, she, her dude was just like, I be talking to her and shit. He ain't liked it. But I was just like, what did I say? And she was like, how you said you like, like thighs her thighs or you want to see her thighs and I still now nah, I share shorts and I added a lot of women I'm like yeah bro you got a fine woman fine women sell clothes she got nice thighs if I get her thighs and shorts people gonna buy so on and so forth so what are your thoughts of being in a relationship and your significant other having or getting friends of the opposite sex what they got to do with me? Because I got my own friends that are of the opposite sex. And I'm sorry, I'm not letting my friends go over a new. Yeah. And I, I'm not going to tell no nigga to sit up here and let his female friends go just because I'm in his life. Because who am I to judge your friends, let alone who am I to tell you to let go of a friend? And then you try to ask me to let go of a friend, I'm going to look at you half crazy. Like, no. Yeah, I, I found the that situation particularly weird because it was like I never came like on it type shit like at all. Like we ain't never talked sexually, we ain't never talked about dating. It's really been about me giving her advice and mentorship. You know, I joke around and shit, but it was just like, why your nigga feel this way? Like this the same nigga I invited to the party. Like, if I had a problem with your dude, I, I told her, and she knew it. I was like, if I really wanted you, I would have been shot at you. If there was a case at the event. And I just found this shit weird. And I just found it weird that people be on this shit for real. Like, I, I, I like, do y'all not have friends of the opposite sex? Like, you incapable of making this shit happen? Mm-hmm. I, I honestly wouldn't know, honestly. Yeah, I mean... I don't know, because, like, my group of friends, we've been around for a very long time. So, it's like, even then, if I was to cancel all my guy friends, I feel a little lost. I ain't gonna lie. I feel, I feel a lot of lost. Because certain situations or certain topics of conversation, I can't go to my female friends about. Well, I can, but it's nothing like actually having a male's point of view. Right. And a non-biased male point of view is that. Like, if I go to my stepdaddy, my brothers, ask them about a nigga on some advice, nine times out of ten, my brothers for sure gonna be like, fuck that nigga. Yeah. That's what most people do when they on your side. They exactly. Side with you, they but I chicken. need a non-biased advice other than just fuck that nigga. Yeah, because it, like I said, this shit was crazy. I started laughing. Because I was just like, this man about to like ruin like a whole business connection for his old lady this day and the third. And I was just like, man, I really want to respect your situation, but business got to continue. <laughs> like, I ain't really concerned about what bro got going, his little feelings or whatnot. And uh, I don't know. That shit was just weird. It's like, that shit weird. I never told a chick you can't be friends with a nigga. 
I know I was younger. I had, like, no new friends. But then I had to realize mm, that. But you canceling no new friends. It's like you canceling any type of future opportunity. Like, you never know. Just like how you said, dude was canceling a business opportunity for her. What if right. she try to make a new friend that's trying to get her a business opportunity? She going to pass up every business opportunity just because it's a male friend? What I said when I was younger. One. And two... Cause I still well, I stand. Talking to you. I'm talking to I stand the, on the perspective the that nobody meets the opposite sex on the basis off real and be like, yeah, that's gonna be my friend. Friendship just happen over time. Yeah. Cause you know what I'm saying. You don't be in the club see a fine nigga like, man, that nigga be my good best friend. He's like, nah, I want to like see what he fucking talking about. I mean, but even when you realize that it's not gonna go nowhere, y'all can still be friends. Turn out to be friends. Yeah, and I, I think those situations, but. It's nah, the, the off the type of situation, nah. But if you're in a situation where you in a certain field and y'all you networking, and then eventually friendship happens. If you like in situations where school or work, where you just hanging around this person all the time, then y'all finally switch numbers. It's already established y'all friends. So I'd be okay with that shit, but to be okay, be like. Yeah, me and my homegirls is out, and this nigga gave me his, and now we can be cool. Like, no, that nigga want to fuck, right? Because I done been in this situation, and I told the chick I was with, I was like, bro, like, it's clear to be like, you like, she like, no. I like, just don't be oblivious to the situation at hand. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be naive, like, nah, that nigga don't want to fuck. Like, the nigga met you. This shit, y'all. Well, I guess it kind of just based on the setting. Because, like you said, if it's a club setting, of course, they ain't trying to be friends. I mean, like it could be the grocery store. It's just okay, first initial meet. Okay, but if it's at work, then it's told. I'm not saying it's 100% safe. But at work, at least they'll know, like, they can x ray. Is this person married or is this shit? That way they can know up front before even trying to approach your ass. That shit just to stick it. It's weird. Like I said, the EP be like, yeah, cut this motherfucker off. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I'm like, I don't even homeless. And so, I ain't just finna tell another brown motherfucker what they can and can't do. All I can do is, like, right, this is what you do. And I decide if I want to deal with it or not. It's really pretty much it. But like I said, when I was younger, I was like, I ain't no new friends. Because I just knew no nigga would just meet no chick. Like, yeah, you're gonna be my best friend, we're gonna be friends. Like, nah, they didn't want to fuck. And they would, the nigga tried to fuck her, and she she tried to tell, like, don't tell me about chicks. I tried to tell you, you said, bro, we're harmless. Like, this is just stay woke. Bro got drunk at one of their little, uh, little, her little Christmas party because it was a work situation. And bro confessed his little feelings. <laughs> and I was like, I talked with you, bro, but I don't want to hear about this shit. That's embarrassing. Exactly. I, like, I told you what it was, and you tried to make it seem like it was just harm. Like, no, nah, stay woke. Friendship just don't happen that instantly. And now, like, how I met you, we met because we are mutual friends with, with Ebony. And it took quite a few gatherings for us to even be cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, friendship just don't, like, oh my God, we cool. We had a good time this one time. Like, no, nah, you down there trying to bump uglies with the motherfucker still. Or you trying to figure out if you like the motherfucker still and shit. Like, just because you got a good vibe with the motherfucker, don't instantly make them your friend. Of course. But, you know, people just... But a lot of people lately have been real loosely with their friend group. Oh, they call everybody their friend. They, y'all agree on Facebook all the time, y'all friends. I'm like, all right. Mm, that's my associate. <laughs> I like associate cool. with them. You know what I'm saying? We cool. I, I remember I said on Twitter years ago, I like, bro, if we ain't partners, just because we joking shit a lot on this Twitter shit, I still fuck your bitch. Like, it, I want and y'all to understand. That's why you're still the most hated man on Twitter. That's okay. Well, at least I'm honest, though. Niggas don't, folks don't be honest about what's going on. Like, bro, we ain't friends. We ain't family. Like, bro, we cool. I do have people that I's not my friend, but I might have like a certain level of respect for them. You know what I'm saying? I would never cross that line with them or business situation. 
probably like, nah, I'm cool. I ain't trying to fuck up the vision. But just on some chit chat shit. Probably was saying like, nah, your girl up for grabs. She, she got. Fuck it. I ain't got no loyalty to you, partner. And but that transitions into. Then is it possible? Do you think it's possible to be friends with somebody that you fuck or had a relationship? It depends on a lot of things. For one, it depends on how it ended. It depends on how it began. It depends on how how far deep it was, and whether or not both of y'all know how to actually heal beyond it. Because if y'all don't know how to heal beyond it, then no, you can't be friends. And like I said, if y'all ended, even if y'all ended on good terms, if you don't know how to detach yourself, then no, y'all can't be friends. Because how the hell you expect to be okay if you don't know how to detach yourself from that person, even if y'all ended on good terms? I feel it. I think a lot of people have the stance of you can't be friends with people you fuck or relationship because they feel like you cross some imaginary barrier or whatever. But I honestly feel like those same people be the ones complaining about not having bonds and and shit with people. And I feel like you throwing away a person you got a bond with just for the simple fact of y'all fucked or y'all was in a relationship. Like, I agree. How you end does play a major part. Because if it's nasty, I just don't think a lot of people going to be able to look over that type of hurt. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, get past that type of hurt. Even if once you get past it, like for yourself to move on to heal and shit, there's certain things you just ain't going to do to people. They going to forgive you and want to fuck with you type shit. Mm-hmm. So I do agree with that. I think if you end on good terms, amicable terms, it's going to happen. Uh, the detachment thing is a thing, but I also see that in friendships. I done seen... In the same sex friendship, I done seen homegirls, not my personal, but I done seen where a female get mad at her other friend for having other friends. Like, real jealous. Like, jealous type shit. So, with that, I just think uh, it's a case-by-case situation and how you handle it and the borders that you, the boundaries, I mean, that you set with that person as far as their ranking and their level of importance and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Hey, like I respect your word. I know you know me on a deeper level when it comes to dating, but you can't just be, you know, cock blocking. You can't just be out here just shitting on the nigga. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying? At the same time, you got your homeboys. You want him to tell you. You want them to tell you they if the, the dude you fucking out with might got a little reputation. Just get your heads up, so I can see the thin line between that shit too. But I think it's just ultimately possible because I feel like what's the point of throwing away bonds? Because it's hard to find good, solid people that fits what you need and want out of life. Like, it's very hard to find that, to consistently get that. Because everybody ain't got that type of discernment to consistently find that shit in the first place. So to throw it away off the basis of, yeah, we fuck, I just think it's dumb. Because just because you fucked it was attracted to this person in 20 16 it's 2020 now like that shit attraction comes and goes i mean but that's why i say it all depends on that person and how they learn how to detach themselves from it from significant other whatever the fuck you want to call it at the end of the day if the feelings were too deep off in then it's gonna be hard i'm not saying that they can't be friends but it's a possibility that they won't be friends because of the detaching issue. If they can't detach themselves to a point where they can be around them at a party or a gathering or something and not feel like, damn, why this person still here? Why they ain't left yet? Like, it'll be a problem. It'll cause friction. This, in that case, I think you just have to take the normal standard break between when you not talk when you break up with somebody that initial like you know what i'm saying they just did a little time to heal as you said yeah you know what i'm saying not talk to them i see them just because you have to like 
get out of relationship mode. I know there's plenty of time I got a relationship and started talking to motherfuckers. And I had like the expectations of of a girlfriend and I put it on them or I trip over little shit. And I'd be like, nah, I can't be tripping like this, bro. I'm still in relationship mode. Like, I need to, like, detach from that shit altogether. Right. So, to do with that person, hey, you got to take that break. I feel like that is necessary. But I just know a lot of folks be like, man, my nigga can't be cool with a chick he fuck. I'm like, why the fuck you going to tell him? I'm like, I'm going to be honest. Like, my old lady know a lot of my female friends are motherfuckers I tried to talk to. Oh, fuck. Got here from or whatever the case may be. And them the main motherfuckers that been in my corner, been there for a time when a nigga needed some, when I need a, a shoulder to cry on, some game to get, uh, then put me on jobs, out, hit me out on projects, all this shit. Them be the main ones that been keep me straight in relationships. You know, as far as like, hey man, keep going through this, 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 and this, boom, 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 and it be that. It be the, it was always like my female friends that we didn't I didn't mess up with was the damn to be a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like damn, so you really was liking a nigga. Now you really showing that you like the nigga, but it's like it's too late now. And I like cool, and so that shit just it ain't tricky as folks make it out to be. I just think a lot of times people try to make everything so black and white, cut and clear, and when it ain't. But everything can't be black and white. As bad Most as I know, are. a lot of folks want things to be black and white. Hell, I want a lot of shit to be plain black and white. Yeah, I, I want God to write out a letter letting me know what the hell to do without having to figure it out my damn self. But I mean, well, we can't get I can't lie. Like, I used to be the nigga that tried. I still am to, to keep the shit simple. But I also have an understanding that everything ain't just cut and dry. And this is one of them things that ain't cut and dry. But I just think it's possible, and I just think it's dumb to to throw out a whole connection just because things didn't end up in their way. Cause a lot of times you give it a motherfucker, and they be the perfect person today. Then you get with them like, oh, they ain't the perfect motherfucker to be in a relationship with. But you get in a relationship with a motherfucker, and they great as a boyfriend or girlfriend. Then you get married, like this ain't the person I should be. I should have got married to. Like some people are just good at certain levels and certain things. I know a lot of times, like, baby daddy's baby mama, they was like, shit, we should just, like, been cool and co-parent from the get-go instead of trying to force a relationship. Just out of the simple fact of some people just ain't good at being boyfriend and girlfriend. And they realized that shit. They went through their little detachment stage. Now they cool. They friends. Which makes it a better co-parenting experience. I don't know. I, I just think people just weird and just real standoffish and... Slick childish when you trying to tell your significant they can't have opposite sex friends or they can't be friends with somebody they had a past with, a sexual romantic past with. And so the last little topic we're going to hit on is around that time. We ain't been seeing it too often. I know I haven't. I haven't seen this little phrase, New Year, New Me, because, you know, 2020 was to be in the, the year for clear vision. It was the year for clear vision. I, I think 2020... The, even though it was bad for a lot of people, I think it did a lot of people more good than they willing to admit. Yeah. It humbled a lot of motherfuckers. Which a lot did. of motherfuckers need to be humbled. And yeah. that was the clear vision that I a lot think, of people needed to I, sit their ass down and be fucking humble. I think it showed people a different perspective in life. I think it showed people how short life can be in the precious little convenient shit that we got and how it got snatched away it showed people to uh, appreciate that shit 2020 showed motherfuckers like how to take care of the motherfucking sales like people got creative like out of, out of nowhere sea moss was booming hell yeah <laughs> I still ain't got that shit <laughs> I got the I got the vitamin I ain't gonna lie I feel pause in my lungs that I ain't never felt <laughs> terrible terrible Nah, that's a good thing. I'm talking about that shit clear out. All of that shit. Yeah. Like, I'm just saying, I just think that shit have definitely put people in a different in a different ball game. A lot of people. A lot of people are still suffering mentally, and I understand that completely why. You know what I'm saying? But 2020 has definitely showed his ass, and I knew it was bullshit. I said it before, I said it again. When COVID died, I 
knew the rest of the year was going to be bullshit for the most part. Like, they were just a sign. They were just down here after that shit. Like, you got to remember, man, the Tiger King was this year. It sure was. <laughs> Damn. It's been a long year. I thought this shit was last year. Exactly. The Tiger King was this year. There's so much shit that done happened that you don't forget. Yeah, yeah, I really did. I thought Tiger King was 2019, not 2020. You know what I'm saying? Like, 2020 was a crazy that thing. That damn pair of bastards. Right. That nigga still locked up. <laughs> but, it's, the New Year New Me shit, I never was a fan of because I feel like a lot of shit, uh, I hated that people waited. And I think 2020 has shown people not to wait to start the process of doing shit. Uh, like folks used to wait to the first January to work out. I'm like, why are you waiting? It's November, bro. You start working out now. Don't start building up your habit now. So by the time mind January your comes, business when it comes to these folks, wait. <laughs> I like to say, if you want to work out, start now because that's a habit that you have to build into. There's nothing. That's not some. Most of these things that people have as resolutions are habit building things, and it's not something you can just jump into. You know what I'm saying? That shit, a lot of shit you got to ramp into. Folks like, I'm taking my business more serious in January. Why are you not taking it, the idea now? Why are you not doing the reading, the business plan, making the plan, marketing scheme, doing the networking? So by the time January Duke, you going to get the groundwork done. You straight. No, I'm going to let you know now. You can talk about everything else about this New Year, New Me bullshit on Facebook, but don't talk about nobody. Wait, your ass going to be right back on block. All right. I, I, have learned, I have learned to word my words better. I have learned to be political. Yeah, I watch out for his ass getting on suspension for talking about somebody waiting. They being mad. I ain't going to say that. I just, all I'm going to say is say the same shit. Start now. There's something working out as a habit because folks want to start. My thing when it comes to this specifically is like, they think they're going to start, but they try to go like crash into that shit. And if you don't have the love for working out, that's not what it's going to be because after that third or fourth day, it's going to kick your ass and you're going to get sore. And a lot of folks don't want to work through their soreness. They don't know how to. They don't know how to properly stretch so it can limit the soreness. You know what I'm saying? If you do your research and you start ramping up, you straight. I just think people got to stop overall waiting on a new year to do certain shit. Or wait till the new year to cut people off. If that person is a detriment, it's just like they knew you knew me was just bullshit to me. Because... You nine times ten, you're not gonna be a new you. You're gonna be on the same ass bullshit. You know what? It depends on what's going on for that person. Some people actually change. Not everybody, but some. I, I've seen a couple of people change within a year. And that's and that's great. It is commendable. I never seen nobody to say New Year, New Me, and they actually change. Mm-hmm. Now I've seen people put in the work. And they said, this is my list of goals that I want to happen this year. I'm not saying making goals is not important. But I still feel like you got to start. Because we still talk about just showed you. Every day ain't promised. Every day ain't promised. Like, folks out here just losing their lives. Losing a whole bunch of shit. And it's like, why wait? No, make that shit happen today. The idea you've been plotting on, how many times, I can guarantee it's been thousands of people that have thought of plenty of these ideas, and somebody went ahead and did it, and like, now they millionaires being there, you're like, no, bro, I thought of this shit. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, nah, go go forward. Like, do your work and make shit happen. Like, I, that's what the new, this state need to be happening. Like, nah, we making shit happen. Because a lot of folks had 2020. 2020 been an overall good year for me. So, shockingly, one of my best years of my life. Happy for you. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, there ain't even a, a brag. Because if you survive 2020, that's a, that alone is an accomplishment. So, don't let nobody shame you for uh, not becoming a millionaire, buying a house, this, that. that motherfucker, you live through 2020. That is enough. If you have your mental sanity, you made it, my nigga. Like, don't let nobody shame you for, you know what I'm saying, thinking you ain't achieved shit. I tell people a lot of time, man, success is relative. You make the definition of what success is to you. And, motherfucker, if you feel like you survived, it's, a, it's, it's good, it, which it is, 
shit, my nigga, you good. If you was able to keep your job during these hard-ass times, you are blessed. If you are able to continue to pay your bills and feed your kids and everybody, you didn't lose your home, you are blessed. That is definitely a motherfucking accomplishment. Because there's plenty of motherfuckers that have lost their houses, they lost their cars, they lost their family members, they lost friends. Going through mental depression, all these other horrible things that's going on this tough ass year, and for you to be one of the people that haven't done, have gone through any of that or bounced back from any of that, that's an accomplishment in its own, bro. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted to give y'all that message: make shit happen, bro. Don't be scared no more. Like you, you afraid? Do do it afraid. But you got to make it happen regardless because you don't want to live and grow old and have regrets. Any parting messages, Mel? For all you Saints fans out there, I'm sorry, but I need the Chiefs to kick their ass today. It's just for today, though. They can do however they feel after that, but I need the Chiefs to kick ass today. I'm sorry. Um, But no. Uh, going into 2021, I just feel like everybody needs to just breathe. Like, just take a moment to step back and breathe. Stop stressing about stuff. I know right now it seems like times are getting hard. COVID's not going away. They're talking about shutting everything down. People worried about their jobs, worried about their bills. But one thing about it, the more you stress, the more you're going to continue to feel like you're falling deeper in a hole instead of actually trying to make it out of that hole. If you just take a step back and breathe, then you'll be able to come to a conclusion of something that'll help yourself. But you gotta keep, you gotta keep moving. You can't stand still. Cause one thing about it, the world ain't finna stop moving for nobody. Time not finna stop for nobody. So if time not gonna stop, what's the point in you stopping? Got to push. Got to push. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. Got to push. Uh-uh. Stop. It was more than told you. <laughs> got to push. You know what I'm saying? That's really it, man. You know what I'm saying? Happy holidays. I hope y'all make the best of y'all holidays. Zoom. Uh, go get tested. And get with a small group of friends. And have some type of fun. Enjoy it during these times. Because this what these times are about. You know what I'm saying? Still to enjoy life and your family. Your friends and loved ones. So definitely do that. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. What's the Jewish giant? I'm trying to be inclusive. Uh, well, I'm I'm sorry. I can Google it for you, but I don't know off the top of my head. Hanukkah. Yeah, Hanukkah. Yeah. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Merry Christmas. Break the knob, Happy Be with your family today. Whatever y'all want to call.